So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast Episode 20 for September 20th, 2015 uh, sorry about last week, couldn't find anyone to do the podcast, and I did not feel like doing a solo cast. Uh, but with me this week is Andrew Aroa McFain. I am here this time. And and what happened last week? I was dying. Why? Uh, I had uh, a bunch of fucking sinus and... Uh upper respiratory infections all going on well that is that does not sound fun no but you're feeling better now yeah i'm I'm good for the most part i got i got some i got some cough in the morning that happens but uh good otherwise you got some coffins in the mornings yep oh you know coffins always i've looked at them and i've been like man those look really comfortable yeah i would totally get like a they, they make coffin beds uh, totally sleep in one of those. That sounds amazing. Uh, of course, I'm your host this week, Nathan Reetenspruth. Uh So what games have you been playing, or have you just been playing Try Not to Cough Your Lungs Out? Um, I was playing just uh, Try Not to Cough Your Lungs Out. Um, I did get uh, Mario Maker. Um, it's delightful. So, uh, you, so you like it? Yeah, it, it's like... It has some limitations in the creator... Uh, the big thing that most people are complaining about is the lack of verticality. Um, there oh, are... oh, you can't make it really high. Yeah, the even Mario One had levels that are taller than the levels you can make in Mario Maker. So, mm. uh, but Nintendo has been pretty good about updating their games as of late. So, uh, there's nothing saying they can't just fix that eventually. Right, right. Uh, I have not got Mario Maker because I was like, you know, I'm not very creative, and that seems to be a big, a big deal with that game. So it's um, I'd compare it, and I'm surprised that more people don't compare it to uh, Little Big Planet, uh, because Little Big Planet, a lot of people tried to make Mario levels in that, and it barely worked, at least in the first one, because the physics were just unbearable for the kind of platforming that Mario does. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, you can, you know, make, make levels, but I would say that more fun if you're not a creative type, which I don't really think I'm that creative when it comes to at least making levels. It, just playing Mario levels is, is a ton of fun because you get, just such a crazy variety of things that Nintendo has never done and probably would never do in a lot of cases because there are a lot of levels that are just stupid hard. Right. Um, if you're not into that, though, then I can I can I'll, safely say I'll, I'll probably, if I see it for like uh, probably 30 bucks at some point, uh, you know, just because, I mean, it's a Mario game. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've played... Maybe all the Mario games, except for Sunshine and the Game Boy ones. Like, I've played a lot of Mario games in my life, so I think I'm good for Mario games right now. 
Uh, you've been playing anything else? Um, trying to get some uh, Metal Gear Solid Five in where I where I feel like it. Right, and we're going to talk about that later. Oh yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. Um, I have been playing uh, some Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, I played some Fallout Shelter, so I, I modded my phone. Oh yeah, with the Cyanogen mod, just so I could download and play Fallout Shelter. And uh, he had to do that because he has a Fire Phone. I do. I have the Amazon Fire Phone, which, to be fair, is actually a pretty good phone for the price. He says that every time anyone brings it up, because uh-huh. he has to justify why he bought such a I, stupid phone. I, I do. I do. Um, however, right now it's even cheaper. They're trying yeah, because to... it's old as fuck. They're trying to get... Well, it's not old as fuck. I mean, it's less than a year old. Old as fuck. <laughs> Uh, it's like 130 bucks. You can find deals online for 130 bucks with Prime. So you're paying technically $30. $30. Yeah. Uh, and and it runs Fallout Shelter fine. But I played Fallout Shelter for a week. You know, had quite a few survivors and or vault dwellers, and was making my base. And I was just looking at the game, and I was like, okay. And I went and I deleted it. Yeah, uh, if you can't if you can't get like into it, then it it gets pretty dull. It and it was fine for like the, a few days. See, what made me drop it entirely was uh, I rooted my phone, and whenever you root your phone, in virtually every case, uh, you end up losing everything that's on the phone. Yeah, because uh, you have to unlock the bootloader, mm-hmm. and. So I did that, and I was like, well, it has a Google, or uh, was it Android games, Play Games? Yeah, Google Game thing, whatever. Yeah, it has Play Games integration, so I'm sure it backs up my save on on their servers, Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, well, um, it doesn't. I figured that's where you were going. And it doesn't back up your purchases. Oh. if you bought... Uh, say Mr. Handy's, um, you lose those if you lose your save or change to a different phone. Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. And that's like it's not even like something that they they've been like, yeah, we're aware that that happens. We're working on it. No, in the FAQ for the game, it says you can't transfer any of this. It's a completely offline game. If you lose your save, everything that you've bought and everything you've done is gone. Wow. And that's just with Fallout? Uh, Fallout Shelter, yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe it was for every Play Games thing. No, no, no. Uh, That's like part of whenever Google introduced the Play Games thing, uh, that was one of the big things they pushed was that you can integrate cloud saving. Because every other game I have on my phone has Android or has Play Games cloud saving, so I just I log in and there's my game. It's where it was. Uh, um, for some reason, they just didn't want to do that. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. I I would not enjoy that. No, it uh, was it was infuriating. So I was like, well, guess I'll just wait for Fallout Four to come out now. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. I I mean, it was. For a mobile game, it was fun. Yeah. But I don't like mobile games. <laughs> so 
it has to be something really, really good to be a mobile game. Like even even actual mobile games like the DS or or Game Boy or PSP and stuff. I just I can't get into them because you have a tiny screen and my eyes are shit. So, like the only the only mobile games I like are like Pokemon, which we're gonna talk about later. <laughs> uh, and then you you hate Pokemon. I it like I liked it when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I just can't get into to JRPGs anymore. It's, I, I it's, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's it's just the. I mean, I say JRPGs, but I just mean turn-based battle systems. Like it's just boring. I I enjoy it. I like the turn-based systems. I don't know. I'm old school. I'm old. Uh, I'm like ah, change. I hate it. Like I'm I'm I've grown on SRPGs, uh, because there's a whole other layer to right. those. Uh, but... You're you're talking like a divinity. Original uh, yeah, sort of it, like that, or more appropriately, like Fire Emblem. Oh, okay, I got you. Like uh, tactics. Yeah, yeah. It, whenever, whenever there's more to it than just it's your turn, choose what to attack. It's their turn. They at- they attack you. Right. I I understand that. I I kind of like sitting back for the combat because for me, uh. If I'm playing an RPG or something, it's not really the combat that I'm getting invested in. It's the storyline and getting, like, the characters. So that's why I really like uh, Final Fantasy IX, because I really like the characters in Final Fantasy IX. Uh, But, you know, a lot of people have complained that I know about the combat system being kind of slow and boring compared to even other JRPGs. And I'm like, yeah, that... That's not the part I look at, though. I look at the storyline. And uh, those same people have told me that Final Fantasy X-2 is a good game. So they're wrong. <laughs> uh, because Ten Two is an awful fucking game. And if you like it, you're wrong. And I, I hope none of those people are <laughs> listening to my podcast. <laughs> and if you are, comment below about how wrong I am. Uh the other game I I played, sometimes I get to where I just want to play like a a platformer game that I'm actually decent at. So I played Mega Man Two and beat that the other night. Because oh. that's like the only Mega Man Man game I'm actually good at. So uh, every once in a while I'll pick it up and then beat it and then go to bed. What do you do? You like the Mega Man games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm awful at Mega Man. Are you? Absolutely god awful. Oh, but uh, but yeah, I like them. Oh, okay. Why why are you bad at them? Uh, I mean, I don't have much control over that. I just I'm bad at them. You should you should get better. No, just uh, no. Come on, how are you gonna listen to the Wily theme for Mega Man Two if you don't? Get better. I'll just look it up on YouTube. Oh, okay. I think... I'll listen to it while playing Meat Boy, a platformer I'm actually good at. See, but... Uh, and I like Super Meat Boy. But... Uh, it's... I like Mega Man 2 more. 
They are uh, they are different conceptually, I believe. That's true. Yeah, uh, Super Meat Boy is more like just a faster paced Mario game. Yeah, it's so. it's super fast paced and uh, it's all about trial and error. And right. It's really really fun. Uh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've always I've always loved Meat Boy. Yeah, nice guy too. Oh yeah, you you talk to him. He's still on my Skype list. Yeah, I was just I'm too uh, I, I'm too shy to be like, hey, want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so you know he'd be like, who the yeah, fuck are you and why haven't <laughs> I deleted you yet? <laughs> Pretty much. How, how do you have my Skype? Yeah. Um. Well, let's go into some stuff that we talked about earlier. Well, we mentioned earlier. Uh, let's talk about Konami a bit. You like uh, the Phantom Pain, right? Yeah. Yeah, apparently that's the last AAA game they're ever going to make. Oh. Yeah. That's Well, that's a rumor. But that's what reports are saying is that they're stepping away from... Konami is wanting to step away from AAA development of video games. And they're moving to mobile games and pachinko machines. <laughs> pachinko machines. So they've uh, they've just said fuck it. Right. Uh, it says here in this article, and of course I'm going to post this below so you can click it and take a look. Uh, people, wonderful listeners. Uh, according to several French gaming blogs, Konami is giving up on everything in AAA category except its popular soccer series, Pro Evolution Soccer. Which, uh, imagine that. It's like the... It's like, besides FIFA, maybe even more than FIFA, like the most popular right. uh, soccer game in the world. I think I think FIFA's the most popular. I'm really not sure. I don't pay attention to soccer, so... Because I, I know that... Well, no, FIFA's also on PC. That's right. Right. FIFA's the only EA Sports game that's still on PC. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, fucking soccer is unbelievably popular. It's it's huge everywhere except for the United States. Yeah. Uh, I I personally don't get it, but I don't get most sports. Like, I don't, I don't understand them and right. how I, like, it's this weird thing. So I watch wrestling, but so it, it's kind of like with me playing video games. If I'm playing an RPG, I like it for the story. If I'm watching wrestling, I like it for the shitty soap opera story. I don't, I, I know it's dumb, but I also well, like the, I also like the, watch yeah, I, I also like the wrestling part, like where they're doing weird moves and everything but um i don't understand like oh that big guy hit the other big guy and knocked him down i don't i can't wrap my head around why that's fun um so and, and again same reason i don't really like ufc because uh sometimes you'll get a good fight where there's like lots of back and forth and like ufc or or boxing yeah, but i like boxing well, I, I understand that, but like, okay, with wrestling, you're always going to have, and I'm going way off track, but you're always going to have some some form of competition. It's going to look like there's a competition. Unlike when Ronda Rousey gets in the ring or in the octagon <laughs> and wins in 30 seconds, you're like, yeah, that's money well spent. <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. But uh, back to the point, I don't get soccer. 
because I just see people standing in a field kicking balls around. Yeah. And I'm just like, good for you guys. And I like highlights, but I don't like actually watching the whole game. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care about sports. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the main reason we're talking about this, obviously, is Konami. They parted ways with uh, Hideo Kojima. They've they canceled PT, right? Oh yeah. Or was that was that that was PT, right? Yeah. Uh, well, well they, Silent Hills. Silent Hills, yeah. And they got rid of PT off the PlayStation Four entirely. Yeah. Uh. So, what do you think of this? Do you think that they do? Do you think this rumor is true, or do you think they're going to make another Metal Gear Solid game? Well, um, the thing that really sticks out to me and they mentioned this in the article that uh, the guy that oversaw the development of the fox engine which runs metal gear solid uh five and ground zeros and uh reportedly ran uh, pt and would have run silent hills he left right uh and it that's that's indicative whenever you, you also look at Kojima's weird shadowed exiting of the company, and then you see this guy who basically created an engine that I would say probably outperforms every other major game engine out there. Right. He leaves, which means that Konami has basically just thrown that whole thing away. Yeah. Um, um, it, this is a weird thing that it's kind of a, a mobile shift is what's happening like uh hell even square enix is on the mobile game market uh konami bethesda did fallout shelter yeah it's um it's because mobile gaming like it or not in most cases is more profitable than console games uh but particularly japanese developers are hitting up the mobile market because consoles are just dead in japan like, it's a big deal for you to hit, like, over 200,000 units in Japan. Whereas, it, here in America, it's not that... That's not impressive whatsoever. Yeah, you have to sell millions of units. Yeah, you, you, you like, see a, a milestone at, like, 500k. Um, so, these Japanese companies, they're just kind of focusing on whatever is the most popular... Well, most popular in Japan. Like what's gonna make them the most money? Well, and, part, and well, I I have to say part of it might be now. This is of course speculation on my part. Uh, there's not a lot of space in Japan. Well, yeah, and yeah, that that is why units are are so much lower in Japan, right? But the the overall market in Japan for games has just gone down. Well, no, no, that's not what I mean. I mean there's not a lot of like physical space. So part of them saying, hey, I might not want to get a console, take up part of the space of my house. Yeah. Yeah. And I already have a phone, so I might as well play play games on my phone. Yeah. And that is that is something that uh, I think a year or two ago, somebody did an article on uh, that was saying basically that that exact argument that in Japan, like you got to make good with what space you have. Right. And that that's why consoles like the the Wii and the Wii U still manage to perform well over there because they're so tiny right. that 
they they don't take up enough space for it to make that big of a difference. And we're not really going to talk about it, but the Xbox is doing terribly, but the Xbox has never done well. Yeah, the, uh, Microsoft has never been able to break into uh, the market over there. Um, but uh, that's why the PSP was such a huge hit over there. That's why the DS and the 3DS are huge hits over there. The Vita, not so much, but it's still more popular than it is here in America. Right. So that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it, you, you are right, and that's something I frequently overlook whenever I talk about that, is that, it, yeah, you, physical space is an actual problem over in Japan. Yeah, because so, like our our small houses over here are, would be thousands of dollars over there probably. Yeah, like uh, like I I wouldn't be able to afford this house if, I, if the house I live in. Yeah, if I was in Japan. Yeah, me neither. I couldn't but, afford your house that you live in. <laughs> uh, I could afford the house that I live in if I was a millionaire. Uh, what? So, but but do you think they're gonna make another? Metal Gear Solid game eventually, or do I you think, think they're just done with it? I think that it's going to come down to how much this works for them. Uh, I don't think that Konami is going to turn away from money if they think that it's there, but I think that the amount of money that they've had to throw at Metal Gear Solid Five it means that... The, if this is true that they have actually officially decided to drop AAA game development, I think it'll be for a temporary basis. Right, right. Uh, and even if it isn't, I could see them doing something along the lines of basically renting out or licensing out their uh, their properties to other developers and essentially letting them foot the bill. That makes and sense. Then, and then Konami just makes a profit off of it. Yeah, I can uh, see that. But that would also that would mean that the quality would go way down. It would really depend. It, I, it, say. Yeah. Metal Gear? Metal Gear, yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Uh, without Kojima. I know everyone likes to say that, that well not everyone, but a lot of people like to say that, you know, giving giving Kojima all the credit is just it is foolish. But I'm sorry, I've seen his other work, and it's consistently that good. Uh, what was it? Zone of the Enders. Yeah, Z Zone of the Enders was fantastic. Snatcher. Uh, Snatcher, uh, what I've seen of it, which I, is most of the game. Yeah, I hear it's great. I've never uh, played it. Snatcher yeah, was good. Amazing and ahead of its time and completely, like, off the wall even even then. Well, yeah, and... I, I won't give him all the credit. I mean, there are, you know, talented people who are working for him. Yeah. But him being the lead definitely helped because they've had Metal Gear Solid games where he wasn't the main person, I believe. Yeah, um, I think one of the PSP games was like that. And then <laughs> Snake's Revenge <laughs> uh, oh, for the for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh and I I know the original Metal Gear Solid for the Nintendo Entertainment System was headed by him, and all I can remember of that game was I feel asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the that was the translation. Yeah. I why would he even like? Okay, so the first scene in that game, you walk in, and he's like, I feel asleep, and I'm like, wow, that's a bad translation. But also, if you really did fall asleep. 
Why would you say I I fell asleep? Um, don't know. Would could have just had like Z's. I'm assuming that he would have said in the Japanese version something along the lines of "Man, getting pretty tired." Or something like that, but something like that. Or... I believe I believe that the the NES port because those were originally. Uh, you know NSX. what it might have? You know what it might have said? Mm. Something to the effect that translated into like "I feel tired." Oh yeah. And so when they translated, just "I feel asleep." Yeah. So that I, makes I, sense. I'm pretty sure that the NES port he didn't have much to do with that. Uh, oh no. Because the Metal Gear games were, they were uh, MSX games first. Right, they were MSX, and then they moved to Nintendo. And they, yeah, they ported them over to Nintendo. And then they put them on Sony PlayStation. Yeah. And then PlayStation yeah. 2, and then PSP, and, and PC, and, PC and everything else now. Well, the, the original Metal Gear Solid was also on PC. Ah, yes. Yes, I, I vaguely remember. I wasn't really a PC gamer until... Mid I played it, mid I played it on, a, on a weird demo disc that my dad found at work. I love demo discs. Anyway, uh, let's move on to another company that's making a new a shift as well. Uh, we're going to talk about Nintendo. They've announced their new president. Yep. Uh, and, <laughs> fuck, can you read that name? Tatsumi Kimishima. There you go. You're way better at that than me. Uh... I'm more of a weeb than you. Yeah, apparently. So, Satoru Iwata died a while back, and that sucked. Yeah. And so they have a new president. Not much really to talk about, but you know they've they've figured out who the president's going to be, and it was uh, not really either of the names anyone thought of when they <laughs> thought who's going to be president. They're like mm, this old guy. Who is he? Uh, I don't know. Some guy who's done stuff. He worked in human resources for a while. Yeah, <laughs> he did other stuff, but yeah, he worked for Pokemon. Yeah, company. Uh, Game Freak, or the Pokemon company. Yeah, it was it was the Pokemon company because oh, okay. it's like Game Freak does the development, but Pokemon Company oversees the property. Oh, okay, and I think this is good because I don't think Shigeru Miyamoto would be. A very good president no i he's a really creative guy but the yeah. creative guys aren't the ones you want to be president right i they got really lucky with iwata yeah they that did. he was a previous developer and producer and then he was he was also just good good managerially like right. and well he was also taught by the the previous um president i forget yeah. his name I don't remember. Yama, Yamaguchi? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. It was something like that. And that they were the the actual family who founded Nintendo. Yeah. And then they gave it over to Iwata to be the president of. So uh, it's good. Hopefully he'll do a good job. He is getting advice and stuff from Miyamoto and, yeah, uh, and Ta Takeda. Yeah, Miyamoto uh, and Takeda are going to be like two big executives at the at the new formation of the company because uh what this doesn't this doesn't talk about this article is that they also did a big uh restructuring of the company 
uh, right. along with appointing him president, that they're they're essentially making more of a almost a Western style uh, company. Like it's um, what Nintendo has has traditionally done is split up most of their individual development branches into smaller groups that uh, are supposed to, I guess, with, with the smaller groups, encourage more innovative thinking. And then uh, they, they don't really communicate with each other until their project projects are done. Right. And they just have this, these final products. And now they're combining them together into just big, like actual dev groups of, of a lot of people. And I'm wondering how that's going to go for Nintendo because they're going to have the mobile division. Um, they're going to have the like hardware division and then they're just going to have like a software division. And that's very unusual uh, for Nintendo at least. Right. Maybe it'll help uh, because I know they were struggling when the Wii U came out because the, yeah, the, the Wii U struggled uh many would argue that it still is it um, well what i mean is they themselves nintendo struggled when it came out because they're like how do we make hd games <laughs> because you know it's just they weren't the wii u or the wii wasn't a hd game console it was it was still 480p yeah it was a it was basically an overclocked gamecube yeah and uh you know with the wii u they actually had a and to be fair, it's still a pretty decent console uh, compared to Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, they they were struggling. So maybe this way with them all kind of communicating with the when the NX comes out, they'll have an easier time developing like Legend of Zelda and, and Star Fox and stuff for it. So Hopefully. there won't be that you know delay because when the Wii U came out, I think one of the major reasons it failed was it didn't have a Zelda game. It didn't have a Mario game when it first came out. Yeah. It it had kind of crap. It had Zombie. <laughs> and I played some of Zombie. It's not that good. It's okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm hopefully they'll the NX will do a lot better because I'm I'm definitely going to buy one. The Oh yeah. Nintendo it, they they may be an evil evil corporation. Just like all the others, but they make fun games. So and I, I will say that of all the consoles that I own, which is all of them, uh, Wii U uh, is what's gotten most of my actual game time. Uh, now, granted, that's because I own a PC. But if of all three of the major consoles, I would say that the Wii U is the most valuable because otherwise you just got you've got the same games oh god damn it you've got the same games on each console other than the Wii U and quite frankly none of them are all that good what what were you, what games are aren't good um most of the ones that are like out there to sell the individual consoles like you oh, got yeah. you got Destiny um, uh well that's kind of that's not exclusive no, it's it's but it's it's supposed to be like pushing the whole next gen. Oh, that's thing. true. That's true. It, it is on it is on 360 and PS3, but yeah. God help everyone that bought the 
360 and PS3 versions. Right. Um, and other than that, like, there's not been anything really big that, that's hit those. Uh, GTA V uh, made a big push whenever it relaunched. Right. Um, um, but it, Halo 5's coming out? Halo 5 is coming out. Like, they'll be coming. The games that that will probably sell more consoles, but Uncharted, um, yeah, Uncharted, um, Master Chief Collection was was all right. <laughs> no, um, it wasn't. The online didn't work. It didn't work at all. Um, on PS4 there was uh, Infamous Second Son. Right. Uh, that was good. Uh, but the the problem has been with staying power. Yeah. And, I don't think that there's been enough released for either of them that that has really been able to to say yeah I should get I should play that on my console instead of on oh I should play that on my next gen console instead of on the PS3 or 360 that I already own or on my PC. Right. And and Microsoft is definitely not helping with that whole thing by putting several of their games that were supposed to be uh, Xbox One only now on uh, Dead Island. Windows 10. Dead Island. Not Dead Island, Dead Rising. Dead, oh, Dead Rising. <laughs> uh, Dead Island's not being, Dead Island 2's not being made either, but... Yeah, about, it well, it is, but they fired the company that was making it. Well, they, didn't the, didn't they, like, leave or something? No, I think they... Was, I thought it was, like, creative differences. Yeah, because the... The, the, now we're getting off track, but the company <laughs> that was uh, Deep Silver, are they the ones who do it? That was the original developer, but they uh, oh, okay. they left. They but, were the ones that made uh, Dying Light. Okay, but anyway, so the the company that, that actually owns the rights to Dead Island did what we were talking about earlier. They licensed the rights to a different company. They went to go look at the what was happening with Dead Island Two, and we're like, mm, "This is shit. We're pulling the license." And so I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, that's huh. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. So, uh, let's switch gears. We're we're talking about a lot of companies doing weird things. That's kind yep. of the kind of the trend of this one. Uh, Apple. Now we spoke before about the Apple. TV and how uh, you mentioned that if if one company was able to do something and be be like, hey, we want you to do this. It needs to be in every application you make. Um, the only the only company we can really think of that could do that was Apple. Yeah, and they're doing it, but not the way we expected. No, <laughs> not even close. So Apple TV game developers are required to support the Siri remote. Um, yeah. So basically, this is this is like if if Microsoft uh said you have to support the Kinect. They did uh, for the Xbox One, which they and no, they they didn't say that's true. They had. they didn't initially. They said that. you could. Yeah. Um. They they said they they no. What Microsoft said was that they were going to make you buy the Connect even if you didn't want it. 
and then everyone got butthurt about that, even though it would have been an amazing move. Yeah. Uh, but that's beside the point. They had other um, things that were really good, too. Yeah. That, but again, would have been a really good move, but everyone got butthurt. Right. Uh, this is a situation where this is not a good move, necessarily, and uh, I think developers are going to get butthurt. Yeah, I would. I would. Because this is... Okay, so the, the controller uh, or Siri remote for the new Apple TV, it's essentially like a Wii remote, but without the uh, camera on the front and with a touchpad on it. Uh, yeah. It's not a game controller. It's not designed like a game controller. It's not going to work as a game controller in most cases. Like, it's not even going to work for, like, Wii-type applications because you can't... You, that's the, the way that the Wii remote works isn't going to work like this because there's no camera on the front. So the right. fact that they're forcing it to be supported is crippling developers because, yeah. let's be honest, most games that were going to come out on this, people were probably expecting to need a controller for them because look at every other, every pretty much Android set-top box, there's a gaming controller for it because, guess what? Controllers are good for games. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's back up here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. But controllers are good for games. They are. They are really good for games. I don't know why they would do this. So It's such a bad idea. Yeah, it, forcing them to support it is is just it's a it's a bad move. It's a bold move. It's it's a bad move. Oh, yes. But I I see why they're they're making them do it and it's basically so that developers can't be like well, not even developers. It's it's so that third party company, a third party company can't come out with basically the the unofficial Apple gaming controller that is accepted by most game developers, and then Apple loses out on money. Well, won't they have? Won't won't they have Bluetooth? It will. It uh, the Apple TV is going to support MFI based game pads. Okay. Uh, and that's MFI is Apple's licensing program right. that basically says this is definitely compatible with your Apple device. Right. Um, and the the interesting thing, and this the article here links over to it, is that uh, Guitar Hero Live is gonna be on Apple TV. How the how the hell are they gonna? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's going to be a Bluetooth, because it's going to be on Apple TV, iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch, which uh, I, I will I will say it's pretty cool, but also... Don't get Guitar Hero Live. I'm don't. Getting, don't. Don't, Aroa. I'm, I'm getting it. That's... No. I'm more than likely getting it. You're it's a, a bad person. Game. It's a music game, bro. I gotta get okay, it. Okay, so... If I gave you Parappa the Rapper for PlayStation 1, uh -huh. you'd probably play it. I've beaten it multiple oh, okay. times. I, I, I kind of like that game. but I adored it. Um, I played it on my PSP. What's a, what's a bad music game? Um, the, oh, the, the Wii 
direct Wii composer music? Wii music thing. Yeah. Oh, I I I own that too. God damn it! You're awful. You're an I, awful person. I love music games. I this they just are my thing. Yeah, and I I just worked ten and a half hours of overtime. Uh, and I'm using all my money I'm getting for that to buy Rock Band. You uh you spent ten hours installing Spanish translation. No, that's not what it was. <laughs> you said SAP. I was like, you installed the thing that lets uh, Mexicans watch. It's a it's accounting software. Oh. Um. How does that take ten hours? So here here's what happened. I had it takes like an hour to install it in each machine, and I uh-huh. had like fifty machines I had to put it on. Uh huh. And I had to remove the old version. Remove all the plugins for the old version, and then install. So you guys don't have just like an MSI script that does no, all that. No, because SAP is awful, um... and uh, they had to. So I got there at ten ish, and now I'm 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 going off. But anyway, I got there at like ten ish in the morning. And I was like, okay. And I had to run around because we have a shop. So it's like quite a bit to get to different areas. It's a manufacturing company. You know, there's a building with like 13 computers or 20 computers. And then I have to go to another building. Anyway, and the guy who was working on the, the system, because my uh, my boss gave him permission to get into the servers and basically update the servers, to get everything running with SAP, so remove the old version, get the new one on, make sure everything's working, yada, yada, yada. And while he was doing that, I was installing the clients, and yeah, it took me it took me 10 hours, and I didn't get everything done. That's for Dick. Yeah, but hey, I got $24 an hour. Yeah, I mean, so. if, as long as they don't go, Nathan, why did this take 10 hours? No, because Brian was there and and he was stressed out too. So he's my okay. boss. So he was like he was there too, helping me. So he oh, wasn't inst- he wasn't installing the stuff. He was working on the the server. See, the plan originally was that Brian would be out and like he would install half of them and I would install half of them and we get everyone logged in, get all the plugins updated, and so. We made backups and we updated to the new version. And there are different licenses. So um, SAP costs a shit ton of money. A ton of money for the accounting software. And uh, basically we go through and we're like, okay, well, it costs this much for the base. And then we have to give, you know, licensing is we have to give this person, you know, these specific add-ons. Because the add-ons, of course, cost money too. Because it's a it's an accounting company. They hate us. Mm-hmm. And you would think that when you upgrade, that one of the things that transfers over would be the licensing. Makes sense, right? You would think. So, yeah, that didn't happen. So, Brian had to go through and figure out which user. And he had an Excel sheet, but he had to figure out which user had which add-ons. So we'd put them in which programs, and so after everything was updated, he I walked in and I was like, yeah, everything's done. I've got all the computers done. And he's like, 
yeah, uh, I have to figure out who's licensed to what. I'm like, that's awesome. So that was like at eight o'clock. Uh, oh wait, no, that's when I got off. That was at like seven o'clock, and then I updated. Uh, I got a few of the main the main people that use the software. I made sure that they were all logged in and and updated and everything, and then I went home after ten and a half hours of work. So, well, yeah, it was uh, good times. I would have stayed longer because at twenty four dollars an hour, I I didn't really care. Oh yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, nah, whatever. So, anyway, um, going back, SAP uh, sucks and Apple sucks. Yeah, I was thinking while you were talking, and I was barely listening. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, maybe a lot of devs will be able to get around this limitation. Uh, basically, just by allowing it to allowing the remote to have menu support. That's what I was thinking. Like, like just bare bones functionality. Like have a mouse, like because as a touchpad thing, right? Yeah. Have like a mouse where you can pick which song you want to play. Well, no, I'm just thinking like in general because uh, like the this article says that maybe Activision just paid Apple a bunch of money to overlook the fact that it's not going to work. Yeah. Um. But I'm thinking, like, maybe developers will just be able to go, uh, by the way, uh, for actual functionality, you're going to need this third-party controller. And then, like, you can open the game, and you can you can play it, but it is not good. It's going to be shit. It's like playing, uh, it's like if you buy uh, Guitar Hero, the original. You can technically play that with a controller. Yeah, my uh, my ex girlfriend did that. It blew my fucking mind. I've I've tried it. It's awful because uh, I I didn't have two controllers, and my ex girlfriend came over and we were playing it. I uh, yeah I I she came over one time and I was like I'm playing Guitar Hero. She's like I want to play. I was like I only have one guitar. She's like that's all right. I use the controller anyway. Huh? And you're like wow. What? <laughs> you use like, the yeah, huh? Yeah, you just you just you just use the controller. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was almost as good as me, but using the controller and it blew my mind. That is weird. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like that that uh, Kotaku article from years ago where the the girlfriend borrowed the guy's MacBook, and she had been playing Mass Effect using the touchpad because she thought that that's how you were supposed to play it. But, but no. And he was like, he was like, don't you want a mouse? She was like, no, no, this is fine. And and then he wrote a big article on how the touchpad is the best gaming input. And and then I stopped reading Kotaku because Kotaku is garbage. But I I don't go to Kotaku. I don't know why it's so popular. You know, it should be popular. Readandentertainment dot com. Readandentertainment dot com. I have one stop shop for. Uh, sometimes U- podcasts for for sometimes Ubisoft news. <laughs> They're the only company that replied to my emails and and added me to their uh, mailing list. That is pretty cool, though. Yeah, so so I'm I'm going to try to build up stuff and and possibly get review copies because that that's how it works, right? Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. it is. It is. We've how both it works. talked about this. Uh, we've both gotten review copies, and we are nobody. How? how what review copy did you get? Uh, I've got uh, 
the antechamber. Oh, I got Neverwinter. I, I emailed the the guy that made Antichamber and was like, "Hey, I do uh, I do game videos and stuff. Can I get a free copy of your game?" And do a video. He was on like, it. "I don't have any uh, preview codes really, but uh, once the game comes out, uh, here's a code for it." And oh, that's I was like, cool. Wow. Okay. Thanks, bud. Yeah, it's it's weird how just emailing people and asking works. Yeah. You're like, Every, hey, everything that your parents told you whenever you were a kid uh, was true. <laughs> What? You know, because they're always like, just ask. Yeah, that's true. And also, I'm not your real father. <laughs> that's that's probably true. I tried to believe that. I tried to convince my mom that, because um, my sister and I are twins, I tried to um, convince her that she had slept with two guys, and uh, well, I, so I had different dads. You had two different dads? So, well, I had a different dad than my sister. Right. Yeah, that's the... Anyway. I had a, in, had a friend in high school that I was pretty sure that her and her sister had different dads. Why? They looked nothing alike well, at all. Mean, that's they were, true. They were only a year apart. So, I mean... Yeah. But, um, yeah, one, one was, like, fat and ugly, and the other one was skinny and, and... ugly but in a different way. <laughs> like they had they had one had curly hair, one had straight hair, one had red hair, one had brown hair. Like Well that like, I mean okay, so I know I know Australian girls. Uh four of them that used to live where I used to live. Two of the girls have brilliant red hair and the other two are have brown hair. And they're definitely related. From what I know. Yeah, related, but they different dads. Well, I think they have the same dads. Pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be different. I'm pretty sure they're all from the same person, though. The same peoples. Same person. The same person's peoples. But anyway, um, they're all smoking hot, and uh, they'll never listen to this. So that's probably good. <laughs> I still talk to them. So it just—it was weird that one was was a fat brunette with really like unusually dark skin like like not black or or like hispanic but but dark like way too dark for it to be like Indian. considered pale yeah yeah kind of like that olive ish uh, native american kind of look so i like and i, I was thinking more like actual ginger. i was thinking like actual indian oh like indian yeah well no i I'd say it's it's just like if somebody went tanning too much. Oh, okay. But without it being orange. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't tan. So I I don't know, it was weird. But my, my sister has that problem too, and neither of my neither of her parents have that problem. Yeah, so. well I mean sometimes sometimes breeding can I mean breeding's just, just weird. Yeah, it can it can be really weird. And you know what game breeding is really weird in? That was a semi good uh that's all right. It's, yeah, it wasn't too yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. Pokemon. Yep. So I'm totally getting this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go. Yep. So there's a, there's a little event called the Tokyo Game Show. And it's it's like E3, but for only basically Japanese companies. Yep. And the Pokemon company, we mentioned earlier, has announced a game called Pokemon Go. Uh, it's a smartphone game and being made by Ingress Development 
Ni- Niantic? Uh, yeah, they, they developed the game Ingress. Yeah. Which is uh, oh, okay. an amazingly, like, just original and unique game. I wouldn't say really fun, because um, the game just does not work if you either, one, live in a buttfuck town... Or yeah. to like just get really unlucky in all the places, or or you you have too many people around you playing, yeah. So you can't make an impact. Uh, and this apparently is going to be similar to to that. <laughs> uh, it's basically an augmented reality game where you leave your house, which is a weird a, a weird idea for me to to leave my house and, mm-hmm. and do stuff, and you. It, say you go down to the store, you'll get like a notification that there's a Pokemon there, and you try to catch the Pokemon. Yeah, it's um, it's probably the closest thing to a Pokemon MMO that we're ever going to get, unless somebody develops a Pokemon MMO. Yeah, yeah, like like unless they just outright do that, but yeah, this is um, those are is... what we call people Nintendo shut down. Right, right. Um, these th- this idea, this whole idea, is fantastic because not only is it going to bypass what I think were the downfalls of Ingress, but it's also fucking Pokemon in real life. Right. And question: <laughs> They're coming out with a wearable called the Pokemon Go Plus, with which will use Bluetooth connection and vibration to alert players when actions are available, such as notifications for when Pokemon appears in the wild and can be caught. You're gonna buy that? Uh, probably. <laughs> I'm probably gonna buy it. The the thing is, I hope that they also have, uh, like Android Wear and and Apple Watch apps. That go right. along with it, right? For people like me that are already involved in the whole wearable thing, um, the uh, the the thing that they're selling here, I'm sure it's going to be like maybe thirty dollars, if that, because it's it, all it is is like it's a vibration motor, a notification light, and a Bluetooth antenna, right? Like it's it's not even a watch, so I can totally see it being super cheap. And that's cool, but I don't want to have to wear two watch thingies everywhere I go. So I'm hoping that they do something where, like, you can just get the notifications on your Android Wear or or Apple Watch. Uh, but yeah, it, even if even if they don't do that, yeah, I'll probably end up getting it. Right. Because because it's just it's such a good idea. It is, and, and I I I love Pokemon. I love I, it. I don't, but I like this idea, and and I think this is going to be what actually gets me to give a shit about anything involving Pokemon again. Are you are you going to be nerdy enough to wear that Pokemon thing and around? Oh, <laughs> I wear, I've I've worn a Pebble watch for how long now? That's true. Like I already look like a huge idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I am. I am literally a neckbeard with with long hair, and I wear thick uh, rimmed glasses and shit to work. There, like there was so it's it's a little awkward for me at least when I started because I work in a manufacturing company, you know, with people who their main job is bending steel. 
Okay, so you, you work it, with a bunch of blue-collar workers. Yeah, a lot of blue-collar workers. And there's one guy who, you know, he runs this. He, he does, I think he runs one of the service departments. And he used to do traveling and will, like, fix the, the walking floors, you know, really mechanical stuff. And he had just gone out of the army. And I figured, man, this is, you know, this guy probably isn't very nerdy or whatnot. And then we're sitting there, and he starts talking about D&D. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? But most of the people there, you know, don't know how to use a computer or, or you know, don't know what's going on with anything, basically, that has to do with a computer. And, you know, I walk out there. I'm short, a little, little tubby now. And I have my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles jacket on. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? I'm here to fix your computer. And they're like, yeah, no shit. So it was a little weird at first, but now I'm just like, whatever, fuck them. If they, I'm here, I fix their computers. They, they get it. So I'll probably get one. I'll probably wear it. I don't care. I'm, I'm 10. Apparently I'm a 10 year old kid. And as, as something else that a lot of people have been, have been already saying, like even just jokingly, this is going to be so, so good for like tweens and oh, yeah. stuff like that that are that are lazy it's all and us who are lazy yeah and us who are lazy <laughs> like i i was gonna say earlier i i've played ingress like i i used to actually be actively playing it and it was it was an awesome way to like walk around and kind of just just take a walk around the neighborhood or or just be like hey i'm gonna go for a hike and see which pokemon i can find yeah, and that that's how this is going to go. Like instead of it instead of it relying on what like actual people have marked as places, these are just going to be random encounters but in real life. Right. And it's it's going to be really neat. And there's there's a lot more of a direct interaction thing going on because uh Ingress had like a, a faction system where you could directly attack other people uh and what they were doing. But this, this is just like, hey, that person over there is playing Pokemon. Right. Hey, I'm going to battle you. Like, it's it's the stuff that that we had wished that could have happened whenever when we, were, we were kids. Yeah, when we were kids. Like, whenever, uh, was it Ruby? No, it was uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green had the uh, wireless adapter for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And, like, that was something that I had, had envisioned. was like, man, you could just walk around and then, like... You could find somebody else that's playing Pokemon, but you know that never happened. Really, yeah, now, that didn't happen. Now, if they made a Pokemon MMO or if they made a Pokemon RPG for the Wii U, would you get it? It would depend on whether or not the battle system was bad. I think I would. I would probably still get it. Well, yeah. If you already like Pokemon, then yeah, of course you're going to. Yeah, I'm just uh, wondering because I I know they're not, they're never going to do it. I don't know why they're never going to do it. I mean, if can you imagine if the NX came out and they're like, hey, for the first time ever, we have a Pokemon RPG for the NX. I wouldn't be that surprised if they if they actually did that with the NX because with the way that they're talking, that the NX is going to work. 
Like, it, I don't think it's going to be what everyone wants, but I could see there being some kind of, like, online Pokemon game that, that happens with that. Yeah, I I would like it. Um, yeah, so we've got... I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I was going to say, I have never actually watched the trailer for this. Oh, you didn't? Uh, no, so I just watched it. Uh, yeah, I think the... Uh... I think this is this is going to be like a huge fucking thing. <laughs> like this is going to spawn imitators that aren't going to work as well as it. Like, well, yeah. It, this this is going to be like wow. <laughs> that's that I could see. Like could if see. it even works marginally as well as it as it as it you know supposed to. Like this is going to be insanely cool because. Uh, it is going to work similarly to Ingress by the looks of it, uh, where there's just going to be like random stuff happens and then you can you can go over to it. But uh, the ending here where like Mewtwo just spawns in the middle of Times Square and then everyone in the area has to work together to defeat a Mewtwo. Like, that's fucking cool. Right. I don't and know it's... if it's going to work exactly like that, but. Well, I, I can see it being something like like what other people have been saying, which is a real world MMO. Because if you, uh, I don't I don't know how if uh, the old Republic does this, but Guild Wars Two kind of uh, introduced this idea of there being uh, world events. Right. The, there's world events in a lot of them. Like there's a, and I understand what you're getting at. Like you just run to an area, and, and you'll then, get and quests. Well, there's like a whole bunch of other people like attacking one giant monster mm -hmm. and you can join them and then you get stuff based on how much Rift, you helped. Rift did that as well. Yeah, yeah. Rift Rift was... Uh, one of the first ones. One of, yeah, one of the first ones. Yeah. Uh, they, they had their rifts <laughs> and uh, you could run over to the rift and, and kill all the demons coming out and... You'd get experience points and and loot. I mean, that's depending it's on a, it. Yeah, it's literally exactly what Destiny does. Uh, whenever you're on patrol, right? Um, and yeah, like if if it works out that well, which I I have confidence in it because Niantic, uh, Niantic did a really good job with Ingress. Oh, I thought you were gonna say because you're naive. No. Oh, uh, Niantic did a really good job with Ingress. Um, making this crazy uh, alternate reality game uh, that went along with this mobile game, like it was all really, really well done. Uh, so I, I could see with actual financial support from uh, Nintendo and having the backing of Pokemon going on, like people are actually going to play it, so it's actually going to work. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about it now. Now that I've actually seen the trailer and how it's going to work, because I've always been just like, yeah, it's probably going to work really similar to Ingress. But now I'm that I'm seeing it, it is. But it's it looks like it's it's going to be taken care of like everything that was wrong with Ingress. Good. So. I never played it, so I don't I don't know. Is it still online? Yeah. Oh, I'm probably not going to play it. I don't know why I asked. Yeah, I mean. There's, there's really, like I said earlier, there's not much of a point. Yeah. Because you have to be able to capture locations, and you can't. So my my question is, uh, 
when do you do you think this game's going to come out? I think it said 2016 sometime. It does say 2016. Um, I really don't know what time period we're looking at. Like, it seems like something that would be smart to release in like the spring. Yeah, or, that or, sounds like, really good. early summer. Spring sounds good, like a uh, March. Yeah, yeah, because, I could see something like that because that's when you're going to be getting out and yeah, being cooped up and, for all and winter. You'll, and you'll have like spring break coming up. Yeah, because uh, this is like yeah, it's it Pokemon as a whole kind of tries to target kids. Oh but, yeah, but Nintendo's not stupid. They know plenty of adults play Pokemon. <laughs> well, well, that's their main audience is people who were kids twenty years ago. Right. So, the, like, I think them trying to set it up to where basically college kids will be able to uh, to participate in the launch of it. I think that'll that'll be a good time. Yeah. Uh, they they need to do it then because they don't want to launch it like right as summer vacation starts because they need to stress test this thing beforehand. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm just thinking about Disneyland. <laughs> the yeah. Kids like walking around people are like, "Look, it's Di- look, it's Princess Jasmine." And he's like, "I don't fucking care. That's a Jigglypuff over there." <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah, uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Charizard. Yeah. Yeah, can Charizard. I catch me can I catch Mickey Mouse and battle him against my friends? No. No, I can't. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a Disney Pokemon game where you can catch characters and make them fight to the death. Isn't that uh, what Disney Infinity is? Oh, damn it. I've never <laughs> played I've never played Disney Infinity. Well, it's uh it's on uh iPhone, iPod Touch, uh, iPad, Apple TV. I so. thought Disney Infinity was for like the Xbox. Uh it is. It's like Skylanders, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Xbox. It's on uh, Wii U. It's on PS. It's on PC. Uh, yeah, you can actually you can get it for free on PC. You just have to buy the uh, the portal if you want to use toys with it, or you can just you can actually buy codes for the toys online and never buy the portal. That sounds good. That sounds good yeah. because uh, I don't like collecting toys. I like collecting them when they're characters I give a shit about, and I don't give a shit about Disney. So. You don't like Aladdin? Not enough to buy a fucking figurine of him. What about the What about the genie? Oh, why Aladdin? I like that's what? my favorite Disney movie. Oh really? Yep. Oh, like they have uh, they have some pretty cool like Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously my favorite Disney animated movie. movie. Yeah. Um, so, what's your favorite Disney movie? Put it in the comments below. Oh, I thought you were actually asking me. Okay, what's your favorite Disney movie, Aurora? Um, do Pixar movies count as Disney movies? I I think so. Well, if Pixar movies count, uh, probably Wally. See, I uh, I thought it was okay. Wally was okay. And I think it was uh, amazing. Uh like traditional Disney movie, um Princess and the Frog. Oh, the that's the one with the Louisiana one. Yeah, the princess. I was going to say the Black Princess. Yeah, the Black Princess. 
I, I like that movie. It's really good. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was fantastic. Like, yeah. I didn't even want to watch it. And John told me, no, we're going to watch it because you're going to like it. And then I was like, wow, I really like it. <laughs> that sounds really gay. <laughs> like, my friend John that's, came over and was like, no, you're watching Disney movies with me, goddammit. That's, that's John. <laughs> um, he, I came over one time after school in high school. And he was like, hey, you want to watch, uh, you want to watch Ponyo? I was like, John, that sounds like the gayest fucking movie I have ever heard of. And he's like, you want to watch it with me? Like, do I have a choice, John? No? Okay. Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. I don't know the song. It's just fucking, it was, it was bad. It was stupid. Was it bad? Yeah, I don't like, I, every Miyazaki movie I've ever watched has been bad. Oh man, if we had listeners, <laughs> <laughs> I like I watched uh, I watched Howl's Moving Castle, didn't like it. It was stupid. I watched Banya, didn't like it. It was stupid. I watched uh, what, was, what it? was it? Spirited Away? No, I haven't watched that. Okay. Um, I, the I, I Princess Mononoke. That. I haven't watched that either. Okay, I think those I are watched... I think those are the movies you're thinking of, but. Yeah, those are, those are the ones I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, there was also the one uh, Secret Air, Secret World of Arietti, something like that. I think I've heard of that, yeah. Uh, I saw that in theaters with uh, Katie, and uh, both of us thought that it was bad. You like, know, you know... She likes Miyazaki movies. Yeah, the... I, I kind of don't get... I, I like anime to a certain point, but I don't get the obsession with it. Uh... But you have to admit the animation in those movies is great. Oh yeah, yeah. My problem, my problem with all of them was it's just all all fancy with no substance. Yeah. Um, and they they have, I guess the the house moving castle that was actually based on a, a book or a manga, manga, whatever. Well, I mean, and I, a lot I, of them are. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, Ponyo's just and, like Little Mermaid. And they tend to change a lot of the stuff in it. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I think we're we're towards the end of the podcast. We're just bullshitting right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, just, don't, I just don't want to weed eat. <laughs> You're like, well, podcast forever. <laughs> uh, so, on the 7th, Rock Band comes out, right? Is it the 7th? Is it the seventh? I think it's the seventh. Hold on. Or is it? I, I'm thinking it's the seventh. Uh. Rock band for... Wow, October sixth. Oh, I was I was almost right. Shit. <laughs> so there Why goes on a Tuesday. Uh, you do want me to explain? I can actually I can answer this question. Actually, I would like you to, because I've always wondered why they do that. Uh, Walmart. Oh, yeah! So, and I'll explain it so people are like, Walmart, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> so, Walmart, they took all video games, just like in Japan and Europe and everything. In the 90s, video games came out on Fridays. That was general rule of thumb, was the game's just going to come out on Friday. Makes sense, because you can pick up the game and play it during the weekend well walmart said we need the games here 
uh, by Tuesday, so that way that way we can put them on our shelves and get them ready to be sold. And because Walmart was such a big thing and still is, the game companies complied and said, "Okay, we'll we'll release the games, or we'll we'll send them too early. We'll send out our games to the North American shops early, so they'll be there on Tuesday." And so they were everywhere. They were at GameStop and EB Games and whatever on Tuesdays. So the game companies were like, well, they're already out. Why don't we just release them on Tuesday? And so that's that's why they release on Tuesday. Because of Walmart. Yep. I actually learned that from uh, somebody everyone hates for some reason. Pactor. Michael Pactor. Yeah. Uh, it's one of his videos he did on game trailers. Talked about that. And then uh, Guitar Hero comes out on the twentieth. Oh, I'm not gonna get that. I you shouldn't. You really shouldn't, because if you're <laughs> not that into music games, uh, and also you like, you, you won't even recognize most of these artists. I bet. Uh, no. No, Rock Band is definitely more geared towards people who are kind of... Actually have taste in music. Yeah, like older. <laughs> I'm surprised. And, and, I'm so surprised the Mighty Mighty Boss are in it. Yeah, they, like, Harmonix has the best team uh, that, that chooses their soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my god, they, they are always exactly on point. Rock Band 3 was a little... Um, but... One and two were were both fantastic. Uh, Guitar Heroes one and two were both impeccable. Uh, and Rock Band four looks like it's going to have a solid uh, set list. Right. So and then of course it's all the downloaded content. Yeah, which I'm going to buy so much more of it. I'm sure. I'm probably going to buy a lot just so I can play with you. Yeah, because uh, that is something I've always disliked. Is that you can't just share songs? Yeah, you can't just share the songs, which I get why you can't because you'd literally have to download like forty megs every time we played a different song. Well, you know, I have a hundred meg connection, so I wouldn't. Yeah, but not everybody does. That's true. Um, so we're getting Rock Band. There's a lot of games coming out. There are there. There's a lot. I'm getting uh, Rock Band four. And then the new wrestling game. I'm going to get the new wrestling game because I hate myself. Uh, after that, I'm going to get Fallout 4 comes out in November. Yeah, I've got the got the super duper Pip-Boy edition pre-ordered. That's cool. I, I didn't get the Pip-Boy edition. I just got the PC version from Dream Man Gaming. Because I was like, yeah, I can spend 40 bucks on a game. So... Yeah, that's that's our podcast. Uh, I've got to whore myself a little bit. So, uh, first things first, you can always buy this, the the opening theme to this song, which was written and recorded by Jake Rootbeer King Norwood. Uh, he doesn't like root beer floats. That's weird. Anyway, you can get disgusting. that. What is wrong with you people? Root beer no, floats no, are he's disgusting. Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't like root beer floats. I don't know why. Anyway, uh. But anyway, uh, go to the Bandcamp link below, uh, buy the song. Uh, you know, you can pay whatever you want. I paid him, I believe, a dollar. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. You can follow me on... Did I say Twitter? Or did I say Twitch? I think you said Twitch. Okay, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Follow me on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, and you can follow me on Hitbox, which I never stream to. Um, slash Reeton Abdul. Uh, you can follow Aroa. His, his Twitter is twitter.com forward slash Aroa. Yep. And uh, he's going to be writing an article about the uh, Apple thing. Yeah, I'm basically just going to go over the whole thing and tell everyone why they're all stupid. All right, remember on if you're posting to my site to use the SEO thing. Yeah. Down below. Yeah. So that, that way you have better SEO and you can hopefully get found. Right. Which won't happen because you'll be on the second page of Google search. Yep. You know, where's the best place to hide a body? The second page of a Google search. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's episode 20. So, uh, thanks. Bye. Say bye, Aroa. Bye.